0: Oh my god, it's been a month of Sundays. Goodness, so it has. Since last we chatted about Star Trek.
1: Oh, I have missed you so, dear friend. And I,
0: and I, you. <laughs> it's so good to be back together. <laughs> Who is that, Julia Childs? What is that?
1: I'm not sure. Um, oh, have you been watching, Julia? Is that another I've podcast we need to start? I've not started watching it yet, but I'd love to.
0: I've seen the ads, but I haven't begun it. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's have you good. started?
1: It? Yeah, I'm four oh. episodes in now what i've Mm -hmm. missed
0: everything i'm still on uh well hello everybody yes Uh, (laughs) this is set phasers a highly illogical star trek podcast Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not um set temperature a highly illogical julia (laughs) child i don't know um and we're back we're back baby and we're gonna be talking about season two of star trek picard we're running it down at long last
1: we are Oh. New sound effects or old sound effects.
0: Yes, it's been so long uh, yeah. since we talked about Picard, but yes, today's Star Date is Stardate 2201410.3 And you know, uh I had a lot of crazy stuff going on as Picard premiered, and so today we were gonna we're gonna we're gonna catch up. And so we're reviewing episodes one and two, which I, I think are a match pair of Picard Season Two, entitled Uh The Stargazer and Penance. Respectively,
1: mm, indeed. Yes.
0: Um, but before we get into all that, oh, we said a little business, little Patreon business, Stevie.
1: Yes, become a patron. It's fun. It's fun. That's it. That's all I'm doing today.
0: I'm kidding. And Julia Child. thinks It's fun as well. Julia
1: Child. Um, I've Julia been qu- having fun. quite a lot of fun with my my warbling. You know, um, yeah. would, you, would you want me to do the Patreon stuff <clears throat> oh, as Julia I mean, Child?
0: Oh my god, I'd pay top dollar for it.
1: <laughs> well, you could I mean, you could become a patron of ours. Well, you could become a patron of ours Tim. Mm. So if you want to become a patron, it's very, very easy. All you need to do you know is go to patreon.com forward slash set phases mm. and uh, give us give us a little bit of money which would go towards creating this wall, wall, <laughs> wonderful go- warbling, gorgeous podcast for you. <laughs> She's not British. I don't know why I keep doing that.
0: No, but she's got the fake British accent.
1: Yeah, Boston. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, and you can join us for all things watch parties, early episode access, video podcasts. Could you believe? And uh, lots and lots more. That is patreon.com forward slash set phases.
0: Well, I don't know about the rest of you, but I just have the time of my life listening to that. <laughs> I pretty much feel like we should cut that out and just make that our like a stamp for our Patreon.
1: video yeah well you could do your James Mason
0: yes oh Julia Childs and James Mason talk about set phases Patreon <laughs> that sounds lovely um, <laughs> what the oh, hell boy. are we talking about alright Picard season two Uh let's run it down it's time to run it down can you run for me, down. Mm-hmm. It down, down for me. back. Don't down. back. Don't fall back.
1: Don't fall back. Don't fall back. Don't
0: fall this do It's I mean that what an apt segue, Stevie, because nobody told Picard life was going to be this way, you know.
1: <laughs> I mean his love life's DOA.
0: His love life is definitely DOA and he contributes to some of that yeah. that death. Mm. But uh, but otherwise things are going very well in in the in the Star Trek Picard world when we when we when we first enter things. Well, okay, when we first enter things, there's a crazy cold open. It's got Starfleet personnel moving through a ship that's definitely under attack and they're running around, they're getting shot at and things are, sparks are coming out of the things and they finally get to the bridge and there's all sorts of mayhem and it's like maybe Borg tech is all over the place. And uh, Picard is there and Picard has to start to self-destruct on the ship and he turns around to gasp, meet someone. And then we have our classic 48 Hours Earlier. Mm. 48 Hours Flashback. Earlier. Flashback. flashback, flashback.
1: Love me a flashback.
0: Everything was going great. uh Let's see, it was bottling day or whatever you call it <laughs> at the vineyard harvest, I guess. And Picard is picking grapes. He's out there with his dog Number One and. Uh, the staff is all a bustle and they're and they're putting wine into things and everything's going great. And uh, Laris is there and Picard looks upon her with a, 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 a I don't know, sadness, uh, a forlorn reminiscence. I don't know. He looks at her point pointedly. And, that's not uh, a
1: reference to her ears.
0: It's okay. I would never do that. Why would I ever <laughs> do that? Let's go back and make it so that I did that on purpose. Because uh, that's a pretty good joke. Um... He looks at her, pointedly, and then uh, later on, they're having wine on the patio together. No, as, as old friends do, and they toast uh, Zabin, who was uh, uh, Laris's partner, who perished, uh, in uh, well, has perished. And uh, Laris points out that Romulans do not mourn as humans do. We 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 cherish and respect love by moving on to love another. And then she looks at Picard pointedly and then uh, things get super awkward. And Laris is like, Hey, do you want to tell me why uh, like uh, you choose to be alone? And Picard's like me. alone? I have so many friends and you, and things are great. And uh, he gets super flummoxed and, uh, and then there's a moment gets set and they, their mouths move close together and they almost kiss. But then Picard falters like a big, dumb dummy. And the moment passes. (laughs) (laughs) The moment passes. And Laris is like, you know what? You got that crazy speech in the morning. So you should get to to work. uh, Get to sleep. And I'll see you in the morning. And Picard's like, "Uh, uh, uh." uh, but before he goes to bed, Picard has a flashback within the flashback of his mother Yvette and when they I guess when they first came to the uh what would become the Picard Vineyards and the greenhouse and she says this will be our own little world while your father's out there like digging in the dirt and your brother's at school you and I my little Magellan will be out here and we'll paint the glass and it'll be great and uh he's staring at the the also in in the normal time time's gonna get real weird here folks in the time of the not of the flashback to his childhood, but of the flashback to forty hours later, he's looking at the this sort of greenhouse gazebo and it's sort of cracked and his glass on the ground. He does ask his mother if their parents will fight less now that they're in this new place, which leaves her flummoxed. Um and uh she tells Jean-Luc to look up. Look at the stars, Jean-Luc. Mm. Mm maybe we're getting to understand theme. Mm-hmm. a theme A theme. meanwhile the USS Avalon detects a very strange anomaly in space hmm. but back to the things that look Picard it's all oh, as I said things are going great he's late for the speech in the morning Laris gives him his, his tea he's like hey about last night uh, here's the thing like it happens sometimes you know and Laris is like you know what I'm too old to be awkward and things are going to be awkward for us from here on out so i'm probably gonna split and picard's like but what and she's like here's that book you're looking for now go give that speech baby picard goes gives his speech at starfleet in which he says space has been considered the final frontier but i have always thought as i got older that time is the final frontier Foreshadowing. um and <laughs> note to yourself
1: do not edit that
0: pause do so, you yeah, you think it's a big a big uh, bah, that was dramatic pause um, mm. Elnor is one of the cadets huzzah, huzzah. and
1: um, he's just graduating so hint hint about the time frame
0: time frame how long has it been since the last time we saw each other and Picard <laughs> does mention you know uh, time there are regrets decisions that we made but so on and so forth and he says ah alas I will be the last Picard. It's weirdly maudlin um, thing to give to a speech of a bunch of kids who are about to go into space and have adventures. But he quotes his mother. He says, hey, look up. Look at the stars, folks. Meanwhile, on La Sirena, things are going great for Seven of Nine. She's fighting pirates because she's trying to deliver medical supplies. And the only help she has is one of Rios's hollows, Emmett. I think what happened is they like combined all the hollows or something like that. Um, so... Uh, he can't do much for her. She's like in the cargo hold. There's a bunch of pirates. They're fighting. She disengages the holographic safety protocols. Emma can help. Uh, they manage to fight the pirates, uh, tie them up, and uh, get rid of them, <clears throat> as only seven can do. And then they discover that outside of the ship, there's uh, that anomaly that they, should, they think they should go to. It's got tachyon fluctuations and hawking radiation. And we all know what that is, right? Because we all went to... Grand School for Physics What else is going on with the old gang? Well, Soji's on a planet, all dressed up with somewhere to go, and she's talking to a bunch of ambassadors in their native tongue, and she's doing diplomatic work for the synthetics, because that's what she does um, Meanwhile, Gerardi is at the gazebo, at the bar, completely uh, drunk and uh, we learn, at least, that she is not in jail, and that she was uh, sort of, like, exonerated for her crimes because she had basically been having a Uh, I think they call it an alien induced psychosis. Yes. Alien induced psychosis. Uh, And she gets hit on by some dude. And she's like, Hey, I'm not the one bro.
1: I basically nearly killed my last boyfriend, but I was, and I was only excused because I was under the influence of something or other.
0: Yeah. I'm not, I'm
1: not the person you want to date right now.
0: Yeah. I'm not dating material. I think she says, uh, she gets a call from Rios. Apparently, their relationship has not gone super well, but you know, so it happens. And he wants uh, her help to uh, figure out what's going on with this anomaly. Rios, by the way, he's in Starfleet on the new USS Stargazer. Uh, and oh god, I got lost in my notes because I sing that stupid song. Uh, and there's a whole thing with Gerardi uh, being overheard by by. Uh, Sochi's super hearing and we sort of get some Backstory on maybe how the relationship Between Gerati and Rios Did not end uh, with Great amicability between them Nonetheless there's a professional Capacity so Gerati's gonna go Do that where's Rafi well Rafi's in Starfleet too everyone's back In Starfleet baby Uh she is uh, walking with Picard after he gives his message his uh, speech where he was super sad and probably confused a lot of children. Uh, she <laughs> notes that he's become the Chancellor of Starfleet Academy and mentions that maybe it's another way for him to run away from his problems. Picard reposts with uh, qu- uh, questioning Rafi about uh, the relationship they have with seven. Uh, and for those of us, I only listened to part of the audiobook, so I didn't know a lot of their escapades. Oh, yes. Who
1: mm-hmm. lescapade?
0: They had a lot of escapades. Indeed. Uh, Rafi uh, expresses some frustration that both Picard and Seven are, uh, uh, quote, so damned self-sufficient. And she, uh, even though she per- probably wants more from the relationship with Seven, she is sort of like, who would get in the way of someone who's trying to like save the galaxy all the damn time? Uh, but she wonders if Picard and Seven ever get lonely. Meanwhile, Elnor gets his assignment. He'll be on the USS Excelsior. Picard gives him a gift on his graduation day. It's Spock's memoir, typical Picard gift, a book. He tells Elnor not to worry about being too excited to live a little. Rafi will also be going to the Excelsior to take care of, uh, of Elnor. Uh, Stargazer, meanwhile... Uh, gets to the anomaly. They get hailed by Seven and La Serena, who's there. A little bit of static there between uh, Rios and Seven when Rios sees what Seven has done with the ship. Gerardi um, shows up. A big thing of static, uh, real static, comes out of the anomaly, and Gerardi is able to decode it. It's a message in a bunch of different languages. And guess what they're saying? Uh, they're saying, Help us, Picard. So, yeah, no, no reason to freak out about that. Meanwhile, Picard goes uh, to visit Guinan to a bar. and uh, It's 10 Forward. It's a bar called 10 Forward, yes, in, but not on a spaceship. Is the
1: bar called 10 Forward or is the address 10 Forward? I forget. I feel like it was number 10 at Forward Ave.
0: Was that what it was? Yeah. I thought it was called 10 Forward, but you might be right. It's probably there, number you, 10 Forward Ave. he walks out,
1: there's a number 10 above the door
0: so gynon went to earth and found a forward av and then found number 10 <laughs> number 10 and was like i'm buying this no matter what mm-hmm. well good on her we meet gynon picard and gynon have a little bit of a thing she thinks she's gonna give him tea he's like actually i'm here to talk about matters of the heart or whatever and she's like well we better drink get the good stuff um they talk about love briefly picard Uh, sort of says, like, he's loved before, but he always knew it would be temporary. Guinan tells Picard he's super brave, but when it comes to love, he's something of a coward. And then maybe he needs to uh, learn how to be, you know, a little bit more, I don't don't know what the word is, but uh, take a chance on taking a chance on love is basically what Guinan is telling Picard to do. The conversation could go further. However, they are interrupted by the fleet admiral Admiral, who calls Picard away to let him know that the anomaly is sending that message about wanting Picard to help them. And it's uh, affected Article 13 of the Federation Charter, I believe, which is like someone applying for... uh, Entry into the Federation for help or something like that. So Picard gets on a shuttle. He goes to the Stargazer. He's impressed at the ship. He's like, hey, you know, the Stargazer was my first command, and this new Stargazer is nice. Seven, not so impressed because some of the technology on this new Stargazer comes from the artifact, the uh, Borg cube from season one. And she also feels like people are pretty paranoid that she uh, is on board and, you know, ex-Borg. Ex-Borg on board. XB. XB. She's an XP. XB. XP they get to the bridge uh you know happy times everyone is reunited gerardi says uh picard looks positively positronic ha 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 because no. he has a positronic body and brain a uh, brain and fake body picard tries to speak to the anomaly guess what huge energy burst red alert big old ship comes out of it guess what it is borg uh the that causes everyone in star yes red alert so, obviously, the entire fleet comes to this anomaly, including the Excelsior. Seven is dubious about the Borg asking to be brought into the Federation, thinks it's pretty crazy. The people, you know, the main characters, you would they would normally be the bridge crew, but for this, I don't know why. But the Rios plus uh, the people who are on La Serena go and talk in the conference room about what they want to do. It's a lot of uh, debate. Uh, but then the Borg ship hails and says, there's no more time. And the Borg queen materializes on the bridge. And then we get the earlier scene, but now in context, the queen is, is fighting the whole crew, but she's not killing them. She's just stunning them. Picard activates the self-destruct. He turns around. It's the Borg queen. He sees, she tells him to look up. The ship explodes. <laughs> <sighs> But episode one is not yet over. Guys, I'm really trying to pound it through this thing. Picard wakes up. He's back on his estate on Earth. He's in a different uniform. Looks a little bit fascist, if you ask me. Uh, big portrait of himself. He's looking for Laris, but instead he's got a, a synth man servant named Harvey with gold skin. Super creepy. Picard asks what's going on and... Yes! Uh, Picard asks what's going on and who should show up but Q <laughs> Sometimes I think the only reason I come here
1: And they have a good speech exchange.
0: Yes, well, they do. A it gets very speech. I loved the sparring of words. It's, you know, it's very dry, but it's sort of like how Q how Picard always bests Q. He's like, damn it, Q. I don't have enough of your tireless games. And here's, ha ha ha, I figured out a hole in your logic, Q. And Q's like, damn you, John Luke, fine, I'll go. That's usually how it goes. We go into episode two and find out it ain't going to work on Q this time. In fact, when Picard tries to take the high ground and, and uh, step to the plate, Q open hand slaps him which is yes. uh, pretty de rigueur for our times <laughs> look that up folks um and uh uh when somebody so God so is like stop patronizing I me mean, q slaps him and says listen buddy this is not another game this is not a lesson this is penance, penance. 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 and q's got he's got pretty bug-eyed he's looking like he's not really uh in his own mind he shows Picard, this is this is the end of the road not taken, and it's uh, it's kind of like evil Picard, basically. But they've really souped up the old archetype uh, on steroids. We go into Picard's office, and guess what? It's full of not old artifacts and rocks and stuff, skulls, skulls of people he's killed. He collects heads. Yes. Uh, General Martok of the Klingon Empire, Gul Dukat of the Cardassian Empire, and even, most alarmingly, Sarek. Mm,
1: Highly alarming. Who apparently,
0: yeah, uh, Picard killed on the steps of the Vulcan Science Institute in front of Spock and Amanda. Amanda? Wait. They said uh, his child and his wife, because I guess there would be no Spock, because would there have been a human woman who would have dated Sarek? So don't get, guys, I said, time gets crazy. Don't think about it too much. Mm. Maybe there's no Spock in this universe. Uh Q disappears after they fight back and forth, and Harvey, the weird man servant, informs Picard that it's eradication day, the day that uh, you know, they eradicate people. Meanwhile, uh things have gone terribly wrong for everyone else as well, but in very weird ways. Seven of Nine wakes up, seven of nine, aka Annika, and uh she's in a bed. She has no oh, you're I didn't hear you there.
1: I just I just want to check when we could um do our seven of nine.
0: Oh shit Right now Yeah I forgot I'm so My bad Seven of Nine What's going on with Seven of Nine? Hit (laughs) him. She's seven of nine Guys, I don't even know how to air drum. I, uh, <laughs> that was really fun. I forgot all about that. What a oh,
1: banger! That was a banger. I wish Oof. you would release that.
0: I should. I don't know.
1: I mean, could you just extend it? Could we have an extended version which becomes a song that you play at shows?
0: Well, how? <laughs> I mean, like, they found her in the Delta Quadrant, she joined Voyager. Yeah, I guess I could do it. It's kind I of mean, writing itself. <laughs>
1: like, obviously.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, she that's got rid I... of
1: cats because she had a cat uh.
0: suit. She took on all the Borg in the quadrant with Janeway at her side, and they took the Borg to task with the help of species two, seven, eight, uh, one, two, four, We're never Twelve from the liquid seven, three, universe. Anyway, okay, so Seven wakes up in a bedroom. Seven is not Seven, but is still Seven. It's Annika. No Borg uh, augmentation implants. Has a wedding ring on. The door opens as she's inspecting herself. She thinks it's going to be Rafi. It's not Rafi. It's some little, very annoying man that I immediately hate. I hated him immediately. Mm. And he's like, "Hello, dear. Here are the things you have to do, Madam President." So she's the president. Just yes. so
1: did, did you actually see him in um, Ratchet? He was in no. a um, TV show called Ratchet on Netflix, mm-hmm. a Ryan Murphy show. So very similar nice. to the American Horror Story stuff. super creepy so he's like this super creepy doctor in it so I'm I immediately have that feeling of he's creepy from that
0: he just his whole demeanor was like you know looking at his pad don't worry there is coffee coming here are the things you have to do today I don't understand quite how his position works he's like in power but also a secretary yeah he's the magistrate for the president so he comes in turns out she's married to I wrote is married to some dude who sucks uh (laughs) There's news from the Vulcan front. Uh, uh, Seven finds out that Colonel Rios is out there, so Seven immediately gets the gears working. Uh, goes into what she presumes is her office, asks to speak to someone from the Vulcan front. They suggest, uh, uh, I think, uh, Admiral Cisco. Reference? Uh, she says, "No, I want someone on the front lines. Give me that uh, that uh, what was his name, Colonel Rios that you mentioned. Yeah, I want to talk to him." Uh, And then we flash to Rios. Rios, what is he doing? He wakes up commanding a ship in the middle of a huge dogfight in space with Vulcans. And all of his, like, uh, underlings are like, yeah, we're going to stomp those green bloods into the dirt. They're nasty, disgusting aliens. It's the worst kind of thing. Uh, He's in his ship. He gets a call from Seven. Uh, He picks it up. They go to, like, a private channel. Uh, Through code, they manage to figure out that they both are like, what the heck is going on? And so she immediately gives him an order to return to Earth. Where's, excuse me, where's Elnor? Well, Elnor wakes up in Okinawa, I think. Uh, A building explodes. Apparently he's part of a crew of some sort of underground rebel radical terrorists who are anti. Oh, by the way, I didn't say it's the Confederation of Earth that Mm. is running the planet. And that's who Seven is the president of. And Picard is the evil general dog of uh, so he's running with anti-confederation terrorists they get caught by confederation forces the woman he's running with gets like taken out immediately then he gets uh held up but then he gets saved by rafi but then the, the more people show up i guess rafi is part of the security force so she's on the inside so they have to play like he's a prisoner so she arrests him to keep him safe meanwhile seven heads to the eradicate errati- oh, my god seven heads to the eradication day speech uh And she finds out more about what's going on She gives a speech and then they quote Eradicate dissidents, alien sympathizers, and terrorists And they have a special one that they're going to eradicate today So they have to go see Dr. Jurati To meet the special uh, alien they're going to eradicate Dr. Jurati uh, Wakes up in the lab She's talking to an animated cat on a pad Spot 73 Uh, She wonders what the heck is going on uh, but also it's like, yeah, this is great. Of course, uh, another reason to basically have like a psychic break. Uh, uh, President uh, Seven shows up with Magistrate Creepy Guy. They ask to see the special prisoner. Who's the special prisoner? Ding, ding, ding. Tis the bald queen. Uh, the one who told Picard to look up. Uh, the queen seems to be aware of the situation as well. Yeesh. But in a weird way. She's talking like strange code and being weird the way, uh, you know, a Borg Queen might be uh, when separated from the Hive. And they learn that General Picard is on his way to the festivities. That's when Picard and Rafi and Elnor meet up outside of the com- complex Citadel Palace or whatever. And uh, they continue the ruse with Elnor being a prisoner. Um... They find out uh, Picard tells uh, Rafi about Seven because he did a little research in his office about the Confederation and they're going to have to work on a way out. They arrive. They meet Seven and her husband. Rafi is none too pleased about that. Uh, uh Picard and Rafi are able to get Elnor in by saying he's a terrorist prisoner who has uh, sensitive information and that Rafi is going to interrogate him personally hubby magistrate leaves and so they all check in with each other and discuss what's going on. Picard mentions that a madman is at the helm, meaning Q, and this is some sort of alternate reality, history, or whatever. They're not entirely sure. They go to see Jurati. More happy reunions. Rios arrives in orbit. Picard gets recognized by the Queen as Locutus. They discuss a lot of options, but time has run out because they need to give the Eradication Day speech, so they launch a desperate plan. Annika seven president i don't know what exactly to call seven uh, at this point is going to give a speech
1: president hansen
0: sure we'll call her president hansen i hate that but <laughs> yes uh and uh picard is gonna they're gonna stall basically meanwhile gerardi is gonna try to contact rios take down the transporter block on on the uh st- the citadel whatever big building they're in uh, uh, uh rafi and um elnor are gonna go to security and then uh you know elnor is gonna ravi lets elnor loose and he takes down the guys because they don't choose life and uh rios is annoying gerati as she tries to work on the transporter lock picard hesitates to kill the queen when the time comes the crowd turns the magistrate notices but just at that moment gerati does it boom they beep they beep they beam out Everybody beams out, they're on the ship. After some debate, they hook the queen up to the ship, and they're about to all get in their positions, but who should show up but the magistrate and some other cats with guns? He immediately shoots Elnor in the chest. <gasps> and then they turn the guns up Picard and he asks what he would, the trophy on his head should say. Gasp, dun, dun, dun. <gasps> and here endeth episode two of Picard. Season two. Woo, yeah, woo. That was have, we haven't done two episodes. Good job. In quite some time. Oh god. Ooh, real feeling in my bones. Should we uh, chat about that? Let's do. I say, darling, let's do a quick chat about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 let's do. Well, well. Okay, so full disclosure. I mean, it's April, whatever it is right now six seven episodes of card out now six six are out. I I saw the first two episodes and then had to do like 12 or 13 days <laughs> in the studio with no real time to watch things afterwards so I still and I decided even though I've had the last two days uh, uh, yeah Saturday and Sunday off uh, not to move forward that way I don't I don't have the potential for spoilers when I do the rundown but oh, you know much more
1: I know it all I'm the you know all it all seeing all knowing I mean,
0: I've been dying to do this episode so that I can go watch episodes three and four. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know what to even say. I mean, things seem like they were going great. And now Q has shown up and he seems like a little bit unhinged. Yeah. And I don't fully understand. And I, I what I'm saying is I feel bad for you because I feel like you're going to have to not talk about a lot of the things you probably have been revealed. <laughs>
1: Well, I can do them as they come up, and I think I've been trying yeah. to, to follow, you know, all of the. There's, there's some interesting things to come in episode three, and really? that yes, there's something that will require quite an interesting discussion
0: oh. around
1: uh, canon.
0: Love it. That's coming. Okay.
1: And I think I know where you'll land on it, but there have been a lot of people that um, feel that canonically something Canonical. is out of sync. Uh, hey, I disagree. Maybe. I think I'm going to side with you. Well, I don't know how you're going to take it, but I think you will figure yeah. something out. As oh, I think I'm
0: Mr. Equanimity. Uh, uh, I, I see both sides.
1: Yeah, I've I've. I mean, I've had a couple of arguments with people about. Really? Yeah. It's oh, tearing I do the, that.
0: the Star Trek world. <laughs> I so, well, it's fun. That.
1: I love having silly arguments with people oh, about gosh. Star Trek. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Um, I know, I have to keep it anonymous because I'm like, well, I am a store trip podcast. Please don't give me a uh, shit uh,
0: review. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, listen. What, what? Uh, if they're angry enough, maybe it'll just draw more traffic to our site. Maybe. Um. Well, I guess the only thing to really say is things seem to be going okay, except that Picard had botched this possible matchmaking thing. I truly don't get it. He's like a billion years old. She's... He's
1: only got six s- years left to live or something.
0: He's, yeah, something like natural death is coming soon. Uh, He lives on a beautiful, like, French, uh, uh, arid uh, vineyard. And here's Laris, whom he trusts with his life. He's been a friend for such a long time. Uh, No other uh, romantic partners on the horizon. Uh, But he's still like, I'm Picard. I'm as young as I always was. And I want to go to the stars. Uh, And I guess there's some questions about, uh, his relationship with his mother—that uh, maybe is part of the foundation of season two—and uh, what he has with love. But other than that, things were going great until Q showed up. At the time that the ship exploded, when the Borg Queen showed up,
1: mm. from who the looks thing. super creepy and new and different, and the Borg ship itself looked yeah, different.
0: I did enjoy the little, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Everything's a little bit edgier.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, Q looks really.
1: So where did the Borg ship come from?
0: Out of the the space hole.
1: Yeah, but like from a different time, from a different universe.
0: Well, they mentioned something in episode one, I think, about how Borg queens have like trans time
1: awareness
0: or something like that. So a Borg queen, I guess, can exist in multiple timelines at once or is aware of multiple timelines happening Mm. or other timelines going on. which I guess sort of makes sense given the first contact, uh, you know, plot. Uh, I don't know. This I always feel like it's a dangerous game for any sci-fi series to be like, we're going to do a whole thing based on time dilation, time anomalies, time, you know what I mean?
1: And that is where the canon problem or yeah. discussion comes in. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, well... We yeah. shall see. Yeah, it's just like I don't. I won't even get into. I'm going to watch episode three and we'll talk about it. But anyway, I'm. I love it. I.
1: I had so much fun. The first episode, yeah. it was just like, oh, the band's back together. It just it exactly was super fun. Jirasi for me is coming out as the most entertaining. Agreed. And no spoilers, but she has a very interesting storyline this season.
0: Oh, I believe it. She would have to. Mm. She's the like sort of. The only one who's like doing what she always did.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: In both. She's like, I'm still here doing this thing.
1: But she really gets character development in the way in like I genuinely oh. feel that Gerati shows the most most depth and development of her character of any of them in this wow. season. Yeah. I would I would go so far as to say she would get my MVP for best actor.
0: Oh, wonderful! Well, I can't wait. I truly, I loved her last season, even though her role was basically to be
1: she cried. Every, I mean, every just episode.
0: crying and murdering people
1: <laughs> the whole time. Oops! Did uh, I kill you? I'm so but sad. she
0: was delightfully awkward before she got the she saw the revelation, and that was super fun. Mm. Uh, anyway. Uh, I'm glad about that. I do feel like when characters get back in Starfleet, it's hard to give them backstory, because now they're like, I'm back in Starfleet. Well, things are great. You know? know, Like, what has Rios been doing? Just being a good captain? Who cares?
1: Yeah. (laughs) And we saw Guinan again?
0: We saw Guinan again, running a bar, aging, uh, 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 seeming to age as humans do, because she wishes to be polite to humans, but also because that's how it works with actors. Same thing with Q. I love how they're like, Mm. oh,
1: Oh, Let me catch you got old.
0: Let me catch up. Boom. Uh, well, they took care of those problems, yeah. and it's great to see all those uh, to see those actors and they're and the. I'm just, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I definitely was the thing I was not prepared for. I knew we saw the preview. I knew Q was involved. Something crazy was going to happen. Alternate universe time thing or whatever. I was not prepared for Picard's room full of punctured skulls. <laughs> mm uh that this Picard was uh, the one that our Picard has replaced was truly a bloodthirsty monster. Yeah. The opposite of a uh archaeologist or whatever, you know, anthropologist, I guess Zena, Xena, Xena 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 I don't know. History on. history of sentient beings person.
1: Uh I just to talk, you know, touching on that room It was so fun to look at and just look at, you know, try to catch things. What did you see? Mm -hmm. Um, The the weapons that were on the walls. The the picture that was on the wall. You know, it was Mm -hmm. it's quite fun, sort of imagining this alternative Picard um, being as successful but crazy.
0: Yeah, success. He was he was like he was he was gonna be successful at whatever he did. And in this timeline, he's a a xenophobic, uh, bloodthirsty monster. Oh, and the reason that he has a synth body in this universe is because he fought. He had to, like, chase Gul Dukat through some forest and almost died. And that's why he was put into his synth body positronic brain Mm. thing. That's the explanation for that. Anyway, I can't wait for it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Did you notice um, this will also become apparent when we there was like a little flash of the city of like San Francisco. Yeah. Did you see the hologram? And who that was? No. Mm. It was Adam Sung.
0: Was it really?
1: Yes.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
1: Mm. Very interesting.
0: Wonderful. So I just well,
1: saw the Easter egg.
0: Easter egg. Oh, well, it's not really no. an Easter
1: egg, it's more of a plot point.
0: A plot point. I maybe I seem to remember sort of seeing that the first time I watched it but not in this rewatch when I was just like taking notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm I may I may have to go just look at that scene just to see what the deal is. Anyway, I'm very excited for episode 3.
1: Yes, as you should. And there are so many Easter eggs and you'll see
0: why. Wonderful. Wonderful. Should we move on to quotable moments? Uh
1: Oh, yes. I hit my staff. Yes. Lost quotable quotable moments. moments. Quotable moments. Quotable right. moments. All right. For you.
0: Welcome, my friend, to the end of the road not taken. <laughs> do
1: That's melodrama Q. very well.
0: Q being a rabbit duck.
1: I don't know. I had one. Um, Rios, get us mm-hmm. there as fast as you can, short of flying us through a sun.
0: I love that. Great. Rios is great. <laughs> great captain. Uh... The gerardi quote that you referenced earlier, my longest lasting intimate relationship, including the one that I just ended, is less than a year. I was recently cleared of murdering my previous boyfriend due to an alien-induced temporary insanity, <laughs> so I'm not exactly dating material, you know?
1: That's a hard line to deliver. Like, that yes. is a long bit of text, and it doesn't, fl- like, yeah. flow off the tongue.
0: Right. And she was pretending to be drunk. Yeah. So just just magnificent.
1: Wonderful. I uh, had, Jean-Luc, you're being ridiculous. Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me? How dare you? (laughs) Excuse me? You're being ridiculous?
0: Uh, Yes, that was great. Uh, Did he say, I didn't write this down, but I'm just remembering that I feel like he said, Q, I don't have time for your bullshit, which I thought was I'm too old for your bullshit, Q. Too old for your bullshit, Q. It was the way
1: that he said bullshit. Bullshit. It was just so beautifully... (laughs) (laughs) off the tongue, whatever. It was just so Uh, awesome.
0: They really do know how to deliver profanity, and and Picard, they do it super well.
1: I think, I I feel like um, Sir Pat's do. not that he doesn't like using them, I think if he's going to use it, he's going to use it well.
0: He's going to use it well. Uh, And the last one I had uh, was also from episode one. Um, Oh, Rafi says, you know Seven, there's always folks out there in trouble what kind of asshole needs to be more important than that? Yeah. Which is, uh, pretty much sums up their dynamic, I think. Mm.
1: I had one more and it was just, it was tip it was just sort of typical Q fashion, and he said, the chase is bleeding, the chase is dying in your arms, and I am not mm. a suture
0: in the wound. Yeah, Q had a lot of crazy Shakespeare gone mad things. I think he said, uh, "A game, you're the very board on which the game is played, Picard, like all these crazy things. Uh, yeah, he's definitely he's he's Macbeth. He's the witches. He's Lady Macbeth. he threw in
1: Macbeth though, because he said, you know, trying to wash your hands. like Oh Macbeth. yes, he did. Yeah. So you
0: can't get the spots out. Yes, yep. that's right. He quoted Macbeth. Yeah, there was so much that Q. I feel like Q gave us a lot of a densely packed nugget of stuff mm. in that first interaction, which we've I fully at least do not understand totally. It's like you. Picard's not the game; he's the board. The game is being played on, and almost, you know.
1: Do you think we maybe should have talked about this in Let's Chat? Do you think that Q is, you know, up to no good, or is there something he's trying to do? That's because he quite likes Picard. We know that he loves yes, Picard. He but he seems to very mad him. at him. He is, yeah. yeah, but why?
0: He usually likes to vex Picard in his like judgments of humanity as a species, but now he seems very angry at Picard, and he wants him to pay for something. That's why he says it's not a lesson; it's penance. Is
1: it Picard's penance or humanity's penance?
0: I don't know. And he, Q is usually, however, you know, capricious or like uh, uh, malevolent he is, he's very like light-hearted with himself you know just in in his own personal the way he deals with things like he'll show up like lying sideways or even when he was like dealing with Janeway he'd like show up in coffee lying on the couch or like in various here he just like was walking around in a dark suit just looking just pissed it's very un-Q like
1: well we'll see if Q is the villain or if there are other villains
0: yeah I suspect something's going on with Q I don't know that he uh, I don't know but yeah, I think there's something is more than just cubing like, Hey, I'm here to screw up your life again, baby. You know. I think it's something more. But we'll see.
1: Oh, it was one thing I wanted to ask. In the um alternative Picard, and he's looking at a speech he gave on a hologram. That speech he says and you know, he's very like the the obviously the, you know, hand movements and whatever, but he says he's like pointing at the camera, he's like, You it's something about you and it gave me like very um Kitchener slash Uncle Sam vibes from, like, was it World War I?
0: Uh, Uncle Sam is World War One, I, I think, yeah. Yeah. You! Um, yeah, it's weird.
1: I, I remember I, I read something about that recently and how that um, piece of propaganda was used to good effect, I guess, to really get people on board mm-hmm. with their message. So I thought that was an interesting use of some historical references.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely straight out of the playbook of war... War mongering and uh oh, I
1: forgot one more thing. What's that? Did you notice who Gerati's cat was voiced by?
0: Yes, um, hold on, was it Patton Oswald?
1: Yes,
0: it was. Yes, oh, yeah, I recognize him, (laughs) I recognize his voice. I don't know, everywhere he pops up a lot. I did think that was cute. Yeah, I don't know if we get to see Spot 70, don't tell me, but I hope that we see Spot 73 again. I can Um,
1: confirm nor deny.
0: And I appreciate that about you. Uh, Now, shall we move on to news?
1: Ooh, let's move on to news. News from around the galaxy. Well, there is a little bit, there's actually quite a lot of news, because, dear listener, it was recently Star Star Trek Day. Star Trek Day. Star Trek Day, which was rather fun. And, of course, this weekend, it is Star Trek Mission Chicago.
0: So I think shout I've seen out. a couple of sh- things there, yeah. Yeah, Perfect.
1: shout out to our our friend Eric, uh, our patron Eric, who is in the Chicago area. Hope you managed to make it this weekend.
0: Oh yeah, Hope you and did. I wanted to go, but we did. We had big plans. schedules.
1: Uh, your schedule with you know studio stuff, and um, okay. uh,
0: yeah,
1: I was at Tartan Day yesterday, which was rather fun. Anyway, Star Trek: yes. Mission Chicago. Um, so. News this week Star Trek The Motion Picture The Director's Cut is now available on Paramount Plus as of first I contact date. So yes. maybe we'll do a watch party around uh, Star Trek mm. The Motion Picture. Who knows? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Star Trek Mission Chicago, we have seen a couple of new things. Uh, they like to unveil things at these sort of Comic Con sure slash do. Star Trek missions. So we have seen a new lower decks trailer. Uh, beep, 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 beep. just audio and it obviously is going to deal with uh, Captain Freeman's arrest mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what's the crew going to do? There is some talk of potentially uh, stealing a ship, so we'll see mm-hmm. um, There was also an audio trailer for Star Trek Picard Season 3. Did you see? Right. Yeah. I did not see that trailer
0: I've just, just seen Buzz about it
1: uh, Getting the Band Back Together. Um, we confirmed we have uh, Worf should I, I, don't, I don't know how to do this? We have Wharf, Geordie Michael uh, 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 Lavar Burden. Thank yeah, okay. Uh, 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 Dot Crusher.
0: Uh, uh, oh god. Uh, b- b- oh god, I was gonna Ga- say uh, Beverly Gates Dr. Crusher. McFadden. Gates McFadden.
1: <laughs> and uh, Deanna Troy as uh, Marina Stars. Oh, obviously, and of course
0: Jonathan Frakes Okay, of course Friggsy. Of course, Frexy. <laughs>
1: um I don't know about uh, data. But I assume so, because he's been in one and two. He's, but perhaps he's, he's... We'll see. Yeah, We'll see. And he well, is, yeah, he right. seems like
0: he's always along, but Data, would it wouldn't be Data, right?
1: Yeah, he might be another soon character. Yeah. We're not sure. Uh, and Strange New Worlds posters came out, and you might find this very interesting. They mm-hmm. um, made a mistake. They actually posted two posters of Spock and the new Doctor with their first names. So Spock actually has a first name.
0: Spock uh, has a first name. Spock has what a is first it? name.
1: Uh, well, the thing is, then they retracted it and said, oops, this was released in error and those aren't the real first names. However, the first names used were created by writers, I think, back in maybe the 80s or something, post-cartoon wow. and maybe in some sort of uh, Star Trek-approved fiction. Mm-hmm. So I, forget, I couldn't pronounce the name and I've slightly forgotten it. Um, but yes, yeah, so they have released those and we are waiting to see what his actual first name will be.
0: Well, well, well.
1: Indeed. Indeed. Uh, and we're less
0: than a month away from the premiere of Stranger
1: Wars. We so. are. May 5th, is it?
0: 5th, yeah. May 5th.
1: Fuck May you, 5th, May 4th. You. Yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Star Wars. Uh, and that's all from the news. Well, that was rather fun.
0: I think it's time for next time. Woo! Next time. On set phasers. Next time. Uh yeah. Listen, gang. I do, are we gonna do two episodes? I meant to we mention should, this we ought, before we... we ought to. All right. So we, we ought to do and then episodes current. three and four great yeah so we're gonna do episodes three and four next time i know their titles i haven't seen them three is called assimilations so <laughs> that's very interesting and four is called watcher also very interesting so provocative mm. uh, but uh yes welcome back to said phasers we're covering star wars if you like what you heard and you're covering star wars this... did i say star wars you did Oh, because you put it in my head. I'm sorry,
1: that's my fault.
0: With your vitriol. <laughs> Recovering Star Trek.
1: Yes. Uh, and we, we don't hate Star Wars, just for the purposes no. of, of this podcast. It's a character
0: are. that we play. Yes,
1: character. That's We're it. Playing, it's a like
0: character. Like Julia. Like Ju- and James. Julia and James. Uh,
1: oh, this could be this could be our oh, next radio oh, podcaster. This is event. not bad. Julia yeah, we should and make James. many episodes
0: of Julia and James. Yeah. Um so <laughs> Why did that happen? (laughs) Listen, we put out new episodes every Monday when we get our act together and our act is together right now. So we'll be dropping new episodes about Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Strange New Worlds for the next couple a couple of couple of couple of weeks. Uh, So please find us wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Indeed. And if you want to join our Patreon, please do. We are at patreon.com forward slash set ovens.
0: Oh dear
1: <laughs> <laughs> You know why now it's
0: St. And says. we would love
1: to have you as part of our community uh, Because we get together We have Zoom parties Which is rather fun uh, Watch parties also And of course get early access to audio and video episodes Respectively Patreon.com yes. slash said
0: If you want to see what we look like when we do these ridiculous voices You only need to become a patron of the podcast And our air drumming it's stupendous. And, yes. uh, because this Picard is going to happen every episode. Eh, uh, yes. Uh, what else do we normally say? Uh, oh, meme game strong. Do follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, it's all Stevie. I basically <laughs> don't do anything, but, uh, I am here as a cheerleader. Uh, rah, rah, sis, boom, rah.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. Well, until next time, I am, uh, Stevie Mann's. Cooking up something in the kitchen, just And for I, uh,
0: uh, and I, uh, and I am a Borg Queen, and the world is a lie. And this has been Set Phasers, a highly logical Star Trek podcast.
1: Um, computer, <laughs> end program.
0: She got posture. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, computer, Ooh, computer, uh, computer. End the program. End oven. program. Oven. oven, oven, off. Oven, off, oven. If Julia
1: Child had a clapper. <laughs> oven. <laughs> oven. Oven?
0: Oven. Off hello. Of oven. Off, off. The joy. Oof oof. Oof, oof oven. Oof, oof, oven.